Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gold Digging Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Sheree Wright. This podcast is centered around the process of gold digging, which is finding the hidden money and opportunities in your business and in the market. Because you actually don't want to just be an entrepreneur. You actually want to be a gold-digging entrepreneur. So without further ado, let's find today's goal. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am really excited about today's episode. And today's episode is finding the hidden money in your website and this particular um, episode I'm referring to an e-commerce website I will have an episode where I'm talking about where if you have a blogging site and how to monetize that and that will maybe I'll make that for next week's um, hidden excuse me hidden money Monday so the reason why I'm choosing this topic is because I have had several um, e-commerce or uh, Shopify sites or online shops and most of them have been like basically like I call them like pop-up shops basically where I'm only selling I'm selling a trendy item and it's really like for a brief period of time um, primarily I do these shops during the holidays when people are buying a lot Um, and then I kind of you know the trend kind of goes away and then I can kind of drift away from the site and I do it also for a learning experience as well because I just love learning about what works and what doesn't work so it also helps me when I'm helping a customer or a client with their site so if I can give my own experience and tell them, hey, I'm telling you this is not going to work because I'm, I've done it versus just me telling them what's going to work or what's not going to work and I've never done it before. So again, in today's episode, we're just going to talk about the hidden money that's typically in an e-commerce or online shop where you're selling a product or even if you're selling a service. Um, but there are about, I'd say about 10 things that I look for when I'm looking at a customer's or a client's website. The first thing that I look for is where is the customer coming from? So what I mean by that is when they when a client says, hey, I'm not getting the amount of sales that I should begin or maybe, you know, or I've been had one client say, this doesn't, this website doesn't work for me. And I asked them, what isn't working? Is it that you're doing an ad or is it doing is it that you're doing posts and people are not buying? Do you know if people are actually clicking on from wherever they're coming from, because they can come from different avenues. They can come from a Google search. They can come from a Facebook ad. They can come from your Facebook post. They can come from a a story. There are so many different ways that a customer can come to your site. So let's say, for example, they say, well, I did this ad 
and nobody really bought. Okay. So the first thing I typically do when I start an online shop is I also do, I buy a, um, or use a service, it's called Heat Maps. And Heat Maps basically will record when people are coming to my website and where they're going. I can't see the person, but I can see their movements of where they're going from the time that they actually click on an ad. And it probably about, especially most of these sites are, that's why I like doing brand new sites all the time, because it's like a cold audience or a cold sale. A cold sale is basically someone who's never seen your site before, don't know nothing about you, and they are trying to the ad caught their attention, but they haven't fully made a decision to buy from you. So the first thing that most of the time I notice through a heat map is that people typically go to your returns. They look for, they go straight down to, they look at the product wherever you sent the ad to. And then they kind of, I can see them scrolling up the website and they scroll all the way down to the very bottom to see like who are you and what is this site what did they click on typically click on like the returns policy um like shipping they they want to know those things up front because they want to know okay can I trust you they also typically are looking for reviews so the first thing I look for is when I'm looking at a website for a client, how well of a trust factor do you have and how fast do you show that? So the first thing that you can do is to, that's why I recommend starting out with not a whole lot of products, but like really narrow down to the type of product that you really want to focus on. Because it it makes it easier to get reviews and like real reviews, not fake reviews, but real reviews from people that um, have, you know, it could be people who have bought it that you know from you. Let them tell their opinion about your product or service. So that's the first thing is just developing the trust factor and that's also what I typically do is in the in each um, product page, I go ahead in the product description, say, hey, this this item should usually ships out within one to three days of the order. Just to kind of let them know right up front. I, you know, we do have a um, I don't put the refund or returns policy inside the product. Excuse me, inside the product description. But I do usually have a link at the bottom of the site for that. So that's the first thing is just to develop trust. The second thing I would say is probably one of the more crucial things is the images. People come to your site, they're looking for images. Like they they really would love to see because they can't physically hold it in their hands. They really want to see what is it like is it is it as good looking as I thought I saw in the ad 
And then you have to remind them in the pictures that, yes, this is this this is the product that you really want. Um, so you kind of reinforce it through your pictures. And I think I mentioned this on a previous episode. You also want nowadays to even possibly have like a video inside your product page of that item to kind of show like a live, like not live, but like a, a real video of the product so they can see it in action. So let's, for instance, if let's say, for instance, it is, um, it could be anything. It could be a phone case. It could be a pair of shoes. Let's say it is a pair of shoes. Then instead of just showing the shoes in like a white background, show it on your foot, like show it with an outfit um, in the product description. Even if you could have um, people who have bought it from you before who took pictures on Instagram or, you know, um, with their permission, you know, if they sent a review back in, just show those pictures in your product description of how other people wore that item. So let's say, for instance, if it was a phone case, just show you can do the same thing. Basically, you can get people to get reviews of that product or you can if you don't have the, uh, the reviews that you would like from other people with pictures, then you just show a video Every pretty much every phone has video capability. You can just um, either get someone else to. Um, you can use your phone, basically hold the item in front of the phone, and just take a quick video of the um, item that you're selling, so that they can see what it really looks like. Especially like if you're having jewelry, because jewelry people really want to know what that what it really looks like on. Um, or if it's if it's lingerie or something, you, I don't know. You may not can really show take a picture of it on you, but maybe you can put it. Um, maybe you can take pictures of like something like that on like the bed, and make the pictures look more enticing. Just instead of just having the lingerie be with a white background. Even though you can have those pictures, but you can also have like a, some extra pictures in your product description that shows like how the item or product can be used. All right. So the next thing that I look for for um, with on a website that has hidden money is the um, whether or not are they upselling cross-selling so the difference between upselling and cross-selling upselling an example would be if I'm selling um, dog collars I can probably upsell a dog collar because probably 50% of the people who have a dog don't just have one dog they probably have more than one dog. So I can upsell by saying, hey, you buy one dog collar today, I'll give you the second one half off. But something like um, a dress 
where they probably only want one of that one, you probably can't really upsell that same dress. So what you could do is cross-sell. So cross-selling that dress would be, okay, hey, you get in this dress? Well, these earrings would look good with that dress. But you need to, the key or the hidden money in this is pre-planning. So pre-planning those cross-sales. And then, and that's why I also love Shopify is because you can get um, cross-selling, upselling apps that will allow you to pre-plan what items you want customers to be cross-sell with. And it will allow them to buy more even if they're the first time coming to your site. So let's say you got them to the site from a free plus ship item, but then once they get there, you upsell or you cross-sell them with something to already go with that. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way because the first time I actually had a site, I did not plan it because I didn't really think about it. Um, and then I realized that I'm kind of losing money. How I'm going to get these people back? Because you don't want to keep, you want to continue to advertise, but the people who you bought to get there, you want to keep them and then get more so that you can actually grow from, let's say the first day you only got 10 sales. Well, you want to keep, keep those 10 people even though you're advertising more to get another 10 people. So now that you can have 20 people to sell to and those 20 people, you don't have to advertise to them um, as a cold market. You can actually get more of a sale on the first time that they actually come to your site versus them just buying the free plus ship and not having something to give you more profit. And the reason why I said this is hidden money because a lot of people, or even if they're not doing a free plus ship, maybe they're selling one item. And most of the time when I go to a website that is, I can tell is a, you know, a smaller business, usually I just check that thing, check the item out that, that I came there for. And then I'm gone. But there are the sites that I go to that actually give me options and say, hey, you getting this item? This would really go. A lot of people like this item with this item. Now, will you get everyone? No. But I, I, the times I've done it, about 40% of the people actually will take you up on that upsell or cross-sell. So let's say that I'm selling a phone case for $20. My cost is for everything, for the ad for that person, for the cost of the, the case that I got to pay. Um, and I usually divide my monthly business costs into cost per order. But we can go into that later. But... I get a total cost. So let's say total cost per order is $10 and I'm selling the phone case for $20. So that means my profit is $10. 
But if I cross sell them or upsell them and I take that $20 sale up to $30 or $40, now I'm still paying maybe, okay, maybe the phone costs only $2 for me. Then I can still make, only thing I'm doing is adding $2 to the $10 original cost. And now my cost is $12, but my total sale was $40, where if I didn't ask for that other money, I wouldn't have got it because if you don't ask, you're not going to get it. So that's the whole point of upselling and cross-selling is um, it's kind of like the old saying, you ask, you receive not because you ask not. So um, that is one of the simplest thing a, a website you can do for your website is to plan out the different cross sales or upsell opportunities for each product that you actually have on that website. Okay, so the next thing is, I kind of mentioned it before, um, is the reviews. So you want to have reviews on there because there will be people, if they don't see reviews, they won't even buy from you. So you'll pay for that click from that ad and because you, you know, when you do a Facebook ad, you're paying for basically like a lead. It doesn't mean that they're going to turn into a customer. You have to do that job. Facebook does their job by bringing people to your website. You have to do the job as the entrepreneur of converting those people into customers. And the, the worst thing you can do for yourself is not have reviews on each product page of your website. I don't care if you have to get people who are friends and family to like use the product that you're selling and give their honest feedback. And if I were you, I would ask them if they could, you know, give an honest feedback, but also give a picture of them with the product or service or using the product or service. So that's another part that where the hit, the hidden money is the fact that you weren't able to get the sale. The person just came to your site and left, right? So the next opportunity of money that you could be leaving on the table is when people do come and just readily leave. So one of the things I typically have a client to do and I've done as well is there are apps that will allow a pop-up to come up so that like and it'll recognize the pop-up will actually recognize when a customer is like clicking out about to click out of the product page and that's when the pop-up will come up and basically you can set it up for whatever way you want like you could set it up as hey we don't want to see you go. So, um, and because you'll know that, you know, um, because it was a Facebook ad and you was targeting new customers, this is like their first time coming to your website. So, hey, you can verb verbalize it any way you want, but on the notes of, hey, I understand this is your first time. So what we would like to do for you today, if you buy from t us today, 
we're offering a one-time offer of 25% off because something is better than nothing because at least they can pay by them buying today. Um, they can, it can at least pay for the click that you had to pay for from the ad. So that's why I always add that type of app to an e-commerce site. And the last thing I want to talk about, because I don't, I don't want to give too much information because I want you to actually use it. Like, especially if you do have an e-commerce site, I want you to use it so that you can actually um, not just listen, but actually use it so that you can actually increase your profit margins per item or per order. So the last thing that I did want to um, go over is um, how are you going to think about how are you going to get this person once they buy from you or even if they don't buy from you? Um, how are you going to get them to come back to you or, be, or want to come back to you? So, and we're going to talk about tomorrow's episode um, on the new policies and laws that are out as far as privacy. But you can legally and especially if you have your site in compliance and ask the right way, you can get like an email message um, to them or you can allow them to be a subscriber through your Facebook Messenger so that you can commute, I mean, or even text messages. So those are really three good methods of communication, whether they bought from you or not. You can set that up so that you can stay in constant communication with them so that they can know what you're offering. Well, I'm going to end it with that, those particular um, types of hidden money in your e-commerce or online shop. And even though I don't know, some of you could be just starting a site and maybe haven't thought about those particular things, or maybe you have a e-commerce shop, shop, excuse me, and you just need to add those different components to your um, online shop. So this will do it for today. And remember, don't just be an entrepreneur, be a gold digging entrepreneur and find all the money that's in your business. All right. Talk to you tomorrow.